What is good, everybody? Welcome to The Basement. It is, we're getting like record winds today. We got a thunderstorm in Tucson, Arizona in February yesterday. I think it's supposed to get some more thunder in the forecast today. It's been raining or at least drizzling off and on all day today. All day. It's wild. It'd be a wild day to be a bird. Just let loose. Let loose as this wind goes. Let it, let it catch your wings and just float. Down here, Georgie, everything floats. Name that movie. Name that movie. I won't ruin it for you. You go figure it out. But today I wanted to do uh, I wanted to do a quick hitter. I just wanted to talk about my four pillars of life and the eight core values that I have settled upon, uh, all subject to change. You know, this is how I'm living my life right now. But my four pillars of life and my eight core values that flow within those four pillars. And longtime listeners, y'all don't heard me kind of preach this in and out of podcasts and sometimes I get a little a uh, little verbose and talking at length and I slip these things in and if you're maybe a new listener or you've never listened to a full episode of the podcast you don't want to hone down just a little bit more of these good how I got to forming good habits and getting myself into a better place mentally so I can be the best you know, version of myself, which is the best husband, the best father, just the best man, uh, member of member of our community and society as a whole. So that's kind of kind of what I want to get to here. I'm gonna be in and out real quick. So four pillars of life, you know, Daniel's four pillars of life. All right, my finance, uh, my excuse me, my family in this order: my family, my wellness, my finances, and causes that I care about. All right, number one pillar of life. Family and the cool thing about these four pillars, like they they should all they all work together, right? So you could be doing one thing with your family that also helps your my, my wellness, my finances, and causes that I care about. You know, if we go to a family, you know, charity event that's also a networking event that turns into some business. I mean, that hits all four pillars of life, and I can justify making that happen. Like I can't go justify, you know, going out and playing. Uh, beer league softball, right? I love, I grew up playing baseball. I love the sport. You know, I miss the sport, the, you know, but I can't justify, that's not a cause that I care about. And it does nothing for my wellness. If anything, it detracts from my wellness being involved in a beer league softball, softball league, right? So just that's, that's kind of how, how I break down, how, I, how I'm able to tell people no, and not feel bad about it because it doesn't fit in. All right. So number one, family. That makes makes sense, right? Number two, my wellness. So that's that's mental wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, just taking care of myself, my mind, my soul, my body, you know, healing old wounds, right? Getting yourself into a place where any 
traumatic events no longer affect you or only affect you to a point of thought versus action, negative action specifically. I mean, you know, to, to go extreme on the scale to a point of, of suicide. All right. But just having, uh, just down thoughts, depression, anxiety, things like that, you know, working on, on healing. Healing is a major aspect of what everybody needs to be focused on, fo- focusing on in their lives and should honestly maybe be part of the education system, not singling anybody out and saying what your issues are, but generally as a population explaining trauma, generational trauma, epigenetics, and how to work through that to get yourself to a more positive and productive uh, state of mind. All right. Number three, my finances. All right. So it's third on the list. It's third on the list for a reason. That's not my number one focus. That's not my number one driver. Right. I'm not financially motivated. I, I, I got a love for money. Don't don't get me wrong. Like I got a love for money. We need money in society to, to live a certain lifestyle, to keep a roof over your head, to keep gas in the vehicle, to keep a vehicle in, in your home, to get from place to place, to keep shoes on your feet, to keep food in your mouth. Right. So, you know, finances have its place. However, for me, in order to have full clarity on my life, it's not number one, nor is it number two. It's number three. All right. And uh, the fourth pillar of life is causes that I care about. So I don't do anything that doesn't move the needle in any any one of those four categories or all four. Right. In one is the example I've given. And, you know, a lot of things could flow into that depending on how your lifestyle is set up. All right. And one thing I need to work on is finding more causes that I care about. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care about a lot. I think a lot is fuck, fuck, and I don't get down with fuck, fuck. So like one thing that I want to do for myself is get involved in at least one organization that's doing positive things. You know, right now our family is searching for a church to go to, and that could be a cause that I care about. Churches are always getting involved in the community, making things happen. Uh, one cause, uh, cause I, that I used to care about which I still care about is veteran care, but I care, like I, you know, it was so important to me. I started my own group of veterans and we built it up. It was, you know, myself, I had a, I had a situation where I saw a veteran who was not, but could have possibly been in distress. And I went and checked on that individual and that kicked off vet check for me, check on a vet. All right. Check on a vet, make sure that they're doing okay. There are our current generations of, of veterans, uh, are coming out of some foul, foul war play. All right. And they went out there, put their life on the line and probably lost somebody close to them while putting their life on the line, you know, and come back to, to kind of some mental dysfunction. All right. And we need to, to reintegrate these people and, and really take care of them and always check on them. So I really care about that cause. So I started vet checks when we went from one and real quick, two, three, four, five and there were six of us and the group that within six months there were six of us it was five pretty quick it was five it was two for about a month and it went to six within two months and then as we you know the word got out we had a few guests come in and say what's up every time tucson's a a veteran there's an active duty military base the largest air national guard uh fighter wing is here uh f-16s and there's other stuff around as well uh so tucson's a you know, big military community. And uh, there's a lot of veterans here. So we would go out and just meet new veterans. Nobody who joined the group, you know, heavy air quotes on joined. It was just, you know, some dudes kicking it out around Tucson. Uh, but we would meet other veterans and just swap stories and, and just really just 
check on each other uh, ultimately is what it's about. So that was one cause that I care about and one of the only causes that I care about. And so right now I really have no causes that I care about uh, that I'm that I'm involved in. Right. You know, so so I'm working on, on filling that pillar up a little bit more. I get out, I do networking things and meet people, you know, but I, I guess truly when I think about my four pillars of life, I don't really have a cause that I care about. That said, the pillars of life are, you know, to keep focus on becoming the best version of myself. Right. And I don't do anything that doesn't positively move the needle in one of those four categories. So there's no it, it doesn't, neg- you know, not having a, a main cause that I care about doesn't detract necessarily from that pillar. It's just stagnant at the moment. So I do want to build that one up and make that pillar even stronger. All right. And then the way I maneuver within those four pillars, I do that based on core values. So what's the attitude towards that? And real quickly, let me list my eight core values. All right. It's gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service. That's four, right? Forgiveness, compassion, courage, and kindness. All right. So the first four, right, we came up with those when I was with Lopez and Lopez Realtors. Those are the team core values. You know, we thought about, you know, how many should we have? Three's not enough. Six seems like too much. Just for a business marketing perspective, where are we going to go with this? We settled on four and there was like eight, eight or nine people on the team at the time. And we all put in our uh, our core values in, into the bucket and everybody voted and the top four vote leading, uh, top four core values that had the most votes uh, were, became the company core values. And they were gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service. It's like, okay, I can get down with that. And, and beyond a business context, I think those are good to live life by. So always be, be thankful, thankful for every day in which you're alive, thankful for the weather, thankful for, you know, for, from my perspective, things I'm thankful for that I've never gone a day without food, right? I've never had a day without clean clothes, right? I've been able to bathe, you know, every day of my life. And there's a lot of people who have a completely different story, right? So those are the little, you know, some of the little things that I'm grateful for and take into account as I move forward. Before I even get out of bed every day, I'm praying to God, you know, thank you for this day. Thank you for taking time to stop by and wake me up, even though you didn't have to. Thank you for everything that you've given me in my life up to this point. And I'll list specific things kind of every morning before I even even think about rolling out of bed. All right. And accountability. The second one just who are you accountable to? All right. I'm accountable to my wife and my two sons. OK. And myself. I'm accountable to myself. I actually treat myself very harshly. I'm very, very hard on myself. And uh, I, 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 I like it. I think it's, it's good. It leads to success. Sometimes because I get so hard on myself, sometimes I'm hard on those in my circle, my very best of friends, my sons, my wife. I'm hard on you as well. Those people as well, you know, because I I have high expectations of myself and and I'll get down and get myself into down, deep, dark places when I'm not performing in a way in which I feel is acceptable. Like right now, it's unacceptable that my company is underperforming regardless of of the reason. And if you never listen to any of my podcasts, I got I'm coming 
off a major back injury. Um, it's still still lingering. It's it's permanent. I you know ultimately be closing my business down, but my nonetheless my business is underperforming, and I'm down on myself for that. I'm hard. I'm hard on myself for that. You know, and the accountability. You know that is my family, right? And I'm not bringing in the the proper income in which I should be, you know. And that's just due to circumstance. And we turn it around. You know, I'm already on the path to to the other the other side of that tunnel that I'm currently uh, army low crawling through, right? So professionalism is the third core value. Professionalism. What is professionalism? Why well, to me, I'm trying to be the best. Man, husband, father, community member that I can be. I want to outperform everybody in that aspect. I want to be the best man you know. All right, the most stand up guy, the, the guy you can call on and trust. I'm really in a pinch. I'm really legitimately stuck here in this situation, you know, and people who know they can call on me and count on me to come through and, and help, right? My company's called the Tucson Helper. I enjoy helping people, right? How to be the best husband, right? Receiving my wife in the proper way, you know, uh, explaining myself and communicating with her in the proper way. That's one of our, our biggest issues. Like I am not right. The best husband, right? Man or father, right? I'm, these are all things I'm actively and consciously working on trying to make better, trying to make it to a point where I am the, you know, the first ballot hall of famer in all these categories, right? Family life. Okay, so professionalism, doing your absolute best, being the absolute best, being you know held in regards in your circle as the best as well. Like who is just a good dude that you know and you know input name here. I want to be, I want to be on that, especially if I know you. Okay, uh, gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service. All right, and I break those those four down gaps. We got to bridge the gaps. All right, that's that's how I, I remember it. We got to bridge the gaps. All right, gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service. Again, service, doing the best, helping people, being there. What can I do for you to make your blank better? Your moment, your day, your life. If I'm if I'm if I'm able, you know, how do I serve my sons? And still remain the, the head of household, not taken to a point where they think they're the ones in charge, right? Without mixing the authority, the parent aspect of it, right? You know, but there's still, so there's nuances, you know, to make all these happen, all right? Gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service, bridge the gaps, all right? And then I go further. Forgiveness. Like for me, I'm in, I'm some type of empath, right? I, you know, I, can, I feel energies. I can sense people, where they're coming from where they're going to go if they stay on the current path that they're currently on, you know, so where you are can kind of, I recognize that I can break people down, you know, relatively well, at least for in a context of how this person's going to fit in my life, if at all. Right. And if you're somebody that I don't want to fuck with, I'm just not going to fuck with you because I've already broken you down, you know, but then there's people that I do fuck with. Right. And maybe there's conflict there. You know, or maybe I've caused conflict, and the only way to get through that as an empath or somebody who just has a high level of of empathy and, and feelings, I feel very hard, is to forgive. So if something happens, I got to forgive that moment and move on. And like I said, I'm hard on myself. Sometimes I need to forgive myself in order to move on. If I don't do that, it's going to stew. That emotion is going to stew within me and build up anxiety and be unable to focus on other things, right? And then I'm slipping on a task 
that I shouldn't be because I'm thinking about this other situation because I was unable to move on. All right. And some things are hard to move on from. Right. So, you know, you still got, you know, you may still need to, to grieve or, or mourn or be angry or, or, or whatever. Right. You still need to go through these emotions, but we need to work on forgiveness and get to acceptance of whatever situation is as fast as possible, uh, as fast as possible being a very loose term. That could be a year. Could be 10 years where somebody wronged you, wronged your child. All right. How long until you forgive them? Who knows? But at some point it needs to happen. And I speak maybe of a place of privilege because there's people out there maybe listening who have had a child murdered, right? Or, or something, you know, how do you get to a point where you can forgive that? I don't know, but I think ultimately. We do need to get to a point. Obviously, I went to an extreme there. We can we can throttle back, but we need to get to a point where we do get to forgiveness in order to move on in life. All right. Uh, next core value, uh, compassion. It's important to care. Care for your fellow human. Care for your mother. Care for your brother. Right. Just care. Care about people. You know, don't don't walk by somebody who's in distress. All right, I was driving down the freeway one time, uh, Interstate 10 in Tucson, Arizona, coming from the north side to the south, uh, southeast side, right? And I drive by these young kids, group of, group of four or five kids, side of the freeway. Uh, gas tank was open, like the, the lid on the car was open. So I was like, okay, they're, they're giving the signal they're out of gas. So I drive by them, wasn't able to stop, but I drive, uh, Tucson's broken down, it's a big grid. So on the freeway too, like you got to uh, exit every mile. So I get off at the next mile, turn it around, drive back a mile, turn it around, get back on the freeway in the direction I was going, pull off behind these kids. And they're, just, you know, young, young cats, you know, anywhere from 16 to 21. They're, they were, they were at work and their, their work car ran out of gas. They didn't look threatening. They didn't look like they were just like trying to figure out <laughs> was somebody going to go walk to fill up the gas? What do we do here? Who do we call? You know, what's up with this? So I picked him. Uh, I grabbed him. Get out of the car. I'm like, "Hey, you guys out of gas? Yeah. All right. Which one of you is coming with me?" And one kid's like, "I'll go with you." I'm like, "All right, cool. Come on." So I loaded him in my car. Took him to the gas station. Got some gas. Drove him back to the whip. Uh, filled it up and sent him on their way. You know, so that you know, showing compassion in that moment. Those were kids who just needed a little bit of help. Sometimes all we need is a little bit of help. Sometimes all we need is somebody to just care a little bit. And if I can be that for somebody to set your day off a, a, a little bit better or, or write it a little bit, you know, help you course correct and recalibrate, I want to be able to, to do that. And I do that with compassion. All right. Seventh core value, uh, courage. All right. I think courage is important, especially, well, from my perspective as a man, you know, but also just in life as, as a human, you need to stand up for your beliefs. Don't let anybody walk over you. Don't be a doormat in any relationship. Uh, if you're going to get to a certain, if your relationship with your parents are bad, right, you need to get to a point in which, you know, you have the courage to, to, to love them from afar, love them at an arm's distance. You know, I've talked about it before on this podcast, uh, specifically episode 48. I remember because there's a 48.2 uh, talking about, it kind of goes a little deeper into the, 
my relationship with my dad and like I have to have the courage to love him from afar because it's not a good relationship. It's not a healthy relationship. And in my heart of hearts, I've forgave a lot. You know, I've, you know, I've forgiven my dad. And every time, <laughs> every time that I have had the the sentiment of, let me reach out and just, that's my dad, right? I don't need to say much more than that. Like that's, that's my dad. I want to reach out. Something pops up. Something will happen on his end that prevents that from happening. Um, and I won't get into specifics, but the last time I was contemplating reaching out, uh, somebody near and dear to my heart was like, oh, hey, you mentioned you were going to reach out to your dad the other day. Um, by the way, this happened. Like, damn. All right, man. So I'm trying to, like, that's one of the Ten Commandments, right? Honor your parents, honor your mother, honor your father. And I, to what depth does, you know, what what context does honor mean? you know, when it comes to the Ten Commandments. It's interesting. I'm, I'm, my mind strayed a little bit because I, I would love to mend relationships, but other it has to be a two-way street. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but courage. Stand up for yourself. Like I teach my sons about bullying, how we don't bully, and we stand up to bullies, all right? You know, if somebody's getting picked on, it's your obligation to step up and stop that. All right. And then if things take a turn and hostilities are directed towards you, it's then up to you to get away, get out of that situation. And in the worst case, you are unable to flee the situation. You have to fight your way out of the situation. All right. And you need the courage to do that. You need the brain power to do that. You need the, the, the proper mentality to be engaged or slash disengaged uh, to make to make that happen. So living life with courage, uh, I think is very, very important for all people, specifically men. You have to have the courage to, to protect people weaker than you as well, women and children specifically, but anybody, right? And the final, the eighth core value is uh, kindness. Do everything with kindness. Lead with uh, a, a, an open hand. Let me help you up again, helper. I want to be kind. I don't ever want to come off as angry or hostile. You know, so there was a, we had a, a, a table talk question. What is something you want said about you at your funeral? And I mean, ultimately, like, I don't give a fuck. I ain't going to be there. <laughs> I don't really care what's that. I hope y'all are partying, having a good time, sharing some good stories and starting or finishing the grieving process by the time we get to my funeral. All right. But one thing that I, that came to my mind, probably the wrong mentality to have. I'm not completely saved, y'all. I'm working on it. All right. But I, I would even change that today to to from polite. Cause I don't, you know, I, I don't, I'm I'm probably not known as polite. I am polite, but I'm not known as polite, right? I would like to be known as kind, though. So if I could if readdress the question, you know, what do you want people was one thing you would want people to to say about you or call you at your funeral or even not even at your funeral just when you're not around kind the dude was kind he he did everything with a with a with a kind soft loving heart through everything in that life's thrown at him he 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 still maintained love 
happiness and kindness. Right. So I think uh, I think that's it. Right. So four pillars of life to recap Four Daniel's four pillars of life. Don't do anything that does not move the needle positively within these four pillars. And they are your family, your wellness, your finances, causes that you care about. All right. All right. How do I what mentality do I have within that? Well, your mentality is based on your values. My core values, there's eight of them, are gratitude, accountability, professionalism, service, forgiveness, compassion, courage, kindness. Gaps fuck. All right? I'm going to get up out of here. Everybody be cool. Check on a vet. And hug your loved ones. Cheer. Came along fucking way to be the man I am. I gotta hug you, man. You know I always got a place to stay.